Today, we're talking about stupid stuff we've done. <laughs> what about you, Jim? Have you ever done anything stupid? <laughs> well, I have one big one that I wanted to bring up. But you know what? It's got me into thinking about uh, how stupid lines up in the, in the, in the, as you go through life and how stupid is such a big part of it. And it's not always negative stupid in a sense, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's got some qualities that we need to break up the, the tedium of, uh, of excellence and um, Canadian niceness and things. So, but I can give my, my one stupid one, if you want, you want, should we jump in or? Yeah, yeah, please. Okay, I'm 20, one years old, I'm driving my mother's 1962 Ford Fairlane. I've got my skis in them that I'm gonna go get them fixed up uh, downtown. It's the summertime. I'm driving out of our alley and lighting up a cigarette. Uh, and I drive into a parked car with a trailer behind it and blow, <laughs> blow the trailer up on the lawn and find myself sitting there in disarray at about where, where are we jim where are edmonton we? alberta this is edmonton alberta i go up to the house the people's house and i say they just moved there the day before from ontario uh, <laughs> so they were thrilled with the welcome and then they called the police and then the police came and and i quickly made up a story one of the best and only real lies i've come up with my books i was going to college my books fell off the the, the uh, seat and i reached for them and i smashed into the car and it, and it worked and it was much better than telling them i was lighting a cigarette where i would have got charged and blah 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 and all this stuff so i it was really really stupid there was no way around it there was no nothing about it there was no redeeming factor other than i lied uh <laughs> and saw lying as not the worst thing i could have done in that situation so that's it and i'm still carrying the, the shame as i sit here wow so did you get fined for the library books no they put it down as an accident. Oh, so no. it's library books. Oh, no. No, they were school books. They weren't library books. They were school, like my own. Uh, and you, and you, stopped, you stopped smoking in the car? No, I was just a little more careful about things. <laughs> little. Care has something to do with stupidity. Somehow they're linked. Being careful or being stupid. They're kind of linked in a way i think anyway that's it now there's been a myriad of them ever since but i thought i'd just go with that baby and then let you guys have a run jazz one i can't okay, wait so, okay so so uh, okay i'll go for i'll go for one of my stupid stories so um Jeez, there's so many, how can I pick one? But anyway, 
so this is um, this is um, as you know, I, I work in in the banking industry. Uh, well, I'm a mortgage broker now, but um, back back in the day, I um, um, you know um, sometimes the, the bank was locked. I'd be working late and. Uh, and one day my neighbor happened to be coming by and I said, I don't know how it happened, but he was there and the door was locked. And I said, oh, yeah, sure. Come on in and open the door. And uh, he came in and he, <laughs> he, said, he said, hey, I got some crack. Do you want to try this crack? And his pupils on his eyeballs were going all over the place. And, uh, and I, I said, no, 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 thank you. No, no, I, I got to do some work. But anyway, we, we, we sat around and chatted for a while. And, and then, uh, you know, and then after a while, I, I can't remember if his buddy came over or this is from the next part of the story. But his, uh, anyway, he left and, and that was that. And um, later on, I thought, Shit, man, he, he could have pulled out a gun, pulled out a knife, uh, and, and said, Op open the safe and, and do this. And and he didn't. And then a, a little bit later, I found out that, he's, that he's, his buddy had, had uh, accidentally killed, killed somebody after they, they'd had some sort of uh, drug binge, coke, and hard liquor. Uh, type uh, type uh, social events, should we say? And I thought, oh my god, I was so lucky. But sometimes, when 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 you get away with stuff, you start thinking that, you know, oh, you know what? I'm blessed. I'm lucky. I just walked. I mean, I'm so lucky. And then and then you go on to do even more stupid shit. <laughs> so. And Freddie. <laughs> well, good. I have cat. I have so many actions that could be labeled as stupid that I I think I've created categories for them. <laughs> for example, I have uh, auto accident stupidity, like Jim began with, and I have um, friends with drugs stupid stories I could tell, <laughs> and. Boy, there's just uh, like Jazz once said so many. But what were you saying before, Jim? I really, I really resonated with you saying about how what we may call stupid. I'm changing some of your words. Is a series of uh, broken, beautiful moments that do that are actually good in the long run for us. How did you say that? Because I'm messing it up already. Well, it kind of it leads you somewhere you wouldn't necessarily go and you find yourself somewhere you wouldn't necessarily go and you have to operate uh in that way you're you're, you're you know you have no plan in a sense you got to find a way way out of it and i mean i like to say i i love people who are climbing out of the ditch in terms, instead of going into the ditch 
and like climbing out of the ditch, you can see the lights coming and you're admitting that you're leaving some things behind that might be good to leave behind. And, uh, and so stupid has that fuel ability that it's it sort of like negative emotion, stupid sort of in there a bit, I think. It gives you some fuel to get out of the ditch and to be anew a little bit, you know? Jim, as I've been thinking about this, I had, you say it way better than my brain told me about it, but I had the same sort of thought that I, I would never necessarily condemn myself because it's all part of the story, right? So you took it away because it was stupid. The story would be different, right? Yeah, and, and you know, we, we color differently too. Like, like this, you know, I call something stupid, you might call great in a way, right? I mean, there's, uh, there's variations on, on the theme and they largely rest with our shoulders. What can we carry? How much can we carry of the honesty of your mistakes, right? And, and again, it's like mistakes. Well, they have to be there. It's live. This is live shit we're doing here. It's gotta have mistakes, type things in it, Otherwise, right you wouldn't have really good things. Right on. You know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they need to shine a little bit like that. So anyways. So I'm going to, I'm going to choose a story that was, I was thinking about it. I'm, I'm not embarrassed by this. It's just something we did, but people may label it as stupid. Um, so when I was in university, uh, my freshman year, I had just seen the movie Animal House like literally a dozen times. <laughs> like in the theater. This is before VCR recordings and, you know, tapes. And this is like, if you want to see the movie, you have to go to the theater. Literally, I went a dozen times. Right? What year is this, Fred? 1979. What year? Okay. In, in, uh, in a suburb of Cleveland, right? No, well, this is this is where I saw the movie a dozen times. Later, I went to university in middle in the middle of Ohio, uh, a town called Delaware, Ohio. Had a fancy liberal arts school that somehow let me in. Um, it was the only school I had applied to because nobody in my family went to you went to college, right? So we didn't you don't know you know we didn't know how to do it. <laughs> I'm going to that one. <laughs> so anyway, so I go to this liberal arts university where everybody's way smarter than I am. And I'm looking for the fraternity because I want to be in a fraternity because I want to live that animal house thing. <laughs> so I didn't care about the, the education was secondary to like, can I be on the football team? And can I find a fraternity that's like animal house? Mm. Well, I found one. Um, and they were famous in the fraternity circle for having all of their windows basically broken and, uh, you know, drinking <laughs> drugs. I, I Drugs a little bit, but they were more alcoholics in my freshman year. I, I, I kind of liked the, the alcoholic route myself. Um, boy, so stupid things involved with this. So this group of men, young men, <laughs> were 
uh, also anti-establishment fraternity stuff. So they did everything sort of their own way and were proud of it. So the idea of fraternity night when I pledged and I was accepted into this super cool, very smart, very athletic, very drunk uh, fraternity that literally did have all their windows broken and literally lived as close to, it was the closest thing I could find to Animal House, right? So the fraternity night, pledge night, what we did was there was a running year to year tally. And we of course had to beat the best year at this. And here's what we were asked, told, demanded to do with, and we did it with great pleasure and excitement and love is there was a room with a keg and all the girls, the sisters, the little sisters of the fraternity donated all of their extra makeup. And so we colored ourselves in the fraternity letters and stuff. And then because the fraternity loved being naked, they were well known also for getting really drunk and running through the, through the school through all the other fraternities, totally naked and standing outside their fraternity house and saying, we're ready to fight you. You know, just the absurdity of it was amazing for me, right? Of course, <laughs> nobody was gonna come out and bunch, fight a bunch of naked, drunk young men, right? It was just absurd, but so fraternity night. To be accepted, you, you basically got in a room, all 12, 15, 18, 20 of us, I don't remember how many, probably 18. And we had to drink the keg at a world record spade, speed, right? So there was, a, there was, a, there was a, literally a chart of the pledge classes and how fast they could empty a keg, which meant, you know, pumping, somebody's pumping it, somebody's drinking, and then you, you, we got to the point where you have to throw up, right? in order to drink more beer. So you drink, 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 throw up, great, more, drink, drink, drink. Meanwhile, all the fraternity brothers are shooting fireworks at us, <laughs> trying to protect the dignity of the record, world record for fastest keg drinking. So we were naked, covered in different decorations with young women's makeup and being, pelted with like bottle rockets and fire, nothing totally dangerous, but you know, they were shooting them at us or throwing them and laughing, of course, right? So then after that was over, of course, then we had to run through fraternity circle and through the university campus, totally naked. And of course, you know, challenge other fraternities to fight. So is that pretty stupid? I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was amazing, but I think. It I think you win, buddy. I, I think you win for sure. I don't know if you can, but this is good. This is pretty good. There are does, many, does, many more. Does, does, it, does it, Jim? Doesn't it make you want to do it too? <laughs> we didn't. We didn't break the record. Just, just to finish the story. Oh my God! Did you run bare feet too? Oh yeah, oh. totally naked. Totally. So no shoes or anything. ATO painted across our chest, you know, and you know, you know, young men, virile energy. Oh, wow. The other thing wow. they did too, this is connected. This is the thing I actually thought I was going to tell, but I changed my mind at the last minute. Then they would throw these parties, of course, this fraternity. And 
everybody would come and drink. It was a fraternity party. And, and then if you didn't find a woman at the end of the night, which was common, in fact, not just common, like very regular for me, <laughs> nobody wanted to kiss me, right? Um, so those of us that were left would again, <laughs> strip naked. And by this time, the dance floor, the, which was really just, you know, sort of tile floor where the kegs were and people were dancing and screaming and doing whatever they do when they're drunk and 20 years old. Then we did something called beer slides. So with the floor covered in spilt beer, we again, the rest of us would strip off all our clothes and run and then hit the cement floor, the tile floor and slide on all of the old dropped beer. And it was great. Well, that sounds not so bad. No, but that was the first thing that came to mind. Well, that was a little stupid. Maybe it wasn't stupid. It was a lot of fun. But I did, you know, it's not something I, I tell people about. Just some harmless fun. Harmless fun. There you go. Over exuberance of youth. <laughs> initiation, but that's an initiation right, which makes it a little more it needs to be kind of stupid or something extreme anyway right but any other stupid stories jazzy or jim oh well i thinking back to my university days i i mean maybe i i can't remember them, but university in england was it was a little bit different from america we, we did watch animal house too but um we um because they it, 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 came to the theater so there used to be like a theater night in one of the big big uh big uh, lecture halls and, and uh yeah you know uh yeah nothing really just just uh little things but i i do remember we were because we were students and had very little money um when we used to go out uh, you know, because you go to the bar and drinks are so expensive. So we'd only have a drink or two, but we, we'd each have a bottle of wine before we went out. <laughs> so it was just cheaper that way. Always being a little frugal when I can. <laughs> and that's not stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. In England, we didn't do any of the stuff in in uh, Animal House and the fraternities. Thank God. <laughs> well, you know, I was just thinking about like how we were talking before about how stupid fits into your frame of reference and your lineage and that, and like, um, that's the thing. Stupid does depend on the context. Um. Of, of, the, of what you're doing and and you're you know like what you did fred was actually what people do and you know it's it, it wasn't you would call it yeah well that's what people do it's not stupid it's initiation writer blah 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 right so labeling something stupid is kind of it is negative uh and it's it's not necessarily productive in a way because like honesty is productive. If you can just honestly, quietly survey your what you do and see it as it is, as, as 
retarding the process, something's resisting the process in some way, then, then it's not this thing on your back that you have to carry around. And, and, uh, and I think that's one of the problems with school is making mistakes. It's, you're stupid. You're kind of go, you know, you, you, it's, if that's the way it is. And uh, it, people carry that along forever, right? Through life, right? And I've always just kind of gone like, okay, well, I'm going to go do something in the garden. I go start doing it. And then something happens. And then I go, okay, well, what can I do now with all these things going on that would make that thing I just did not stupid? It's like in music, hit a bad note, hit it again, all of a sudden you have art, right? And it's and, and what it comes down to me is if you're there as the act takes place, you can contextually find maybe a, a way of making it art or something or making it useful. I mean, it might be useful. You might find yourself... So I self-cleanse uh, all day long. I, you know, I self-regulate all day long, all my shit, you know, doing... Yesterday I drove to Preston early in the morning in the dark when the rain and my eyesight going. And I, I had to stop a couple of times because of the bright lights and just, I couldn't do it. It was, and so it was sort of stupid but I wasn't aware that I can't do that anymore. So now as I'm losing skills, uh, you know, if I do stuff and I know I can't do them, holy shit, that's, that's real stupid. That's real stupid anyway. So there you go, Mark. My little no, friendship. It's good. It's good. Well, friendship with stupidity. It's good. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I more or less had the same when I was reviewing it after Jazzy sent the email. I struggled a little bit, really, to because I didn't really. I now it, it, I'm sorry to be a little philosophical, but I, or so introspective or or whatever. But I I started to say I don't know what stupid means. <laughs> what is stupid? <laughs> you know, I understand the context of like you get a bad grade on a test, and maybe the kids think you're stupid. There's that, but stupid mm -hmm. things I've done. I don't know because I sort of I, I have a view like Jim's where you know you you self-correct or you you learn or you I learn or I self-correct I shouldn't put mm -hmm. that on YouTube how do you know something stupid unless you do it yeah. <laughs> right on and then it's it's um it's stupid from a retrospective uh point of view like um, um, uh, you know how you you know how you buy a house right so say you have a, a down payment of 25 percent saved up inherited however however you get it so let's say you have a down payment of say five hundred thousand so you have that and the bank gives you like uh, one they could give you 1.5 million if you if you qualify and everything and um so um 
being in in the banking world, uh, an investment opportunity came to me. So here's here's the investment opportunity. So first first thing is you're told there's no risk. The money's insured. There's no risk. That's a first warning sign. So this this particular investment was called a, a trading program, and so um, we had to raise uh, five hundred thousand dollars, and uh, you know you, you you get it, and with that they give you they give you um, some sort of bond up to two million, and with that two million, you actually get to play with $10 million on the stock market, but the whole $10 million is insured. So you, you can't possibly lose. No, it was two million, so it's two million. Yeah, so, so you play with $2 million, and your money's in the bank, so nobody's taking it. And the rest of it, you got $2 million, and the pro trading program person goes and makes all these investments. And this was during the Clinton era. And so it was a way to print money. So it was like only very, very exclusive. This is, this is, this is like 20, 20 odd years ago, where uh, 25 or so, where. Five hundred thousand actually was worth quite a bit of money, and uh, a lot more than today. And so, um, yeah, and it was something the the Clintons had had started up, and it had been going since 1945. After the Marshall Plan, it's very exclusive. It's a way of printing money, and then you just get these incredible returns because you know. When you when you're investing two million dollars, you get a you you can make a lot more money than if you're investing five hundred thousand, and plus the money's insured and everything. So anyway, so yeah, so that's that's uh, my stupid story. Yeah, but well, I, I how are you stupid? <laughs> I I lost you. I was waiting for you something horrible to happen. <laughs> Because the whole the whole pot disappeared, the whole uh, five hundred thousand, and um, yeah, the first we heard about it was when uh, the guy who was supposed to be the the big guy investing and stockbroking and this and that, he went down to his uh, garden at eight o'clock on a Sunday morning and blew his brains out. <laughs> And, uh, and uh, yeah, and so that was it. And then, then, then I was uh, following up and reading all these stories about how he'd taken so much money from so many companies, uh, like a lot more money than we we had given. But yeah, so that was um, that was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> now I understand. So that was pretty stupid. But uh, in the in on the same hand, it was um, it was a very hard learned lesson <laughs> as to and and it was interesting because I sort of knew all this stuff anyway. Yeah. 
but we got to watch you as you <laughs> climbed out of the ditch. True. As you so elegantly climbed out of the ditch, my friend. I know. And that was a good little movie to watch. Yeah, yeah. Speaking to you, that was when our friendship deepened. You uh -huh. and Jim too. By default, Jim, right? Yeah. And so by uh, and to add my two cents to from this side of the from from this side of the world called Fred, I would get off the phone and say to myself, "He's telling me really personal, important." things and i felt both surprised that you were willing to tell me this and surprised and um what's the other right word um hmm well, we'll leave it at surprise. I, and and I, I was going to, the, the typical word that I might use here is honored, but that's not the right word for this. Yeah, it's, it's close. It's close, though. It was like, wow, Jaswan chose me to tell, to tell this to very, <laughs> okay, so maybe we're friends. <laughs> we're, I'm making a friend in this, this matrix of, of people that we were near each other through, yeah. you know, I mean. I guess after you guys made fun of me at that one workshop the whole night for buying all the stuff. <laughs> Did we make fun of just you? Is that, yeah, well, I, I guess that could be considered one of those stupid moments too. When I got the, like the auction, I didn't never had never attended an auction and I got like drunk on auction buying winning basically you know battling against another guy who also was a bit drunk on winning the auction and so you know i want that my hand you know so i spent like a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars uh, for things for railroad gear for making model railroads i mean that's a well we didn't make fun of you my son we were all made fun of uh, <laughs> as we went home with our goofy purchases yeah it was nice yeah, we, though to to be seen by you two right to be noticed and then also you felt comfortable enough to kind of you know include me and like ha oh, <laughs> fred just fred just fell into the hole and you know he bought a thousand dollars worth of railroad parts you know yeah well well you know i thought i was the stupid one because i i i bought i can't remember how many dollars worth maybe Maybe I didn't quite go to the thousand dollars worth, but I put in a lot of money, and it was all like little plastic, plastic. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't have a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars was like <laughs> rich people money. But it was signed. The stuff was signed, you guys. Come I know on. it was signed, of course. <laughs> I know so much more now, Jim. But yes, at the time, oh, it's signed. Well, sure, it's sure. <laughs> You know what I remember is that EJ was selling his camera 200 for $200, his old camera, and I was thinking to buy it and I didn't buy it. Would have been a lot better to come home with a camera for 200 bucks than a couple of the stuff I did come home with for sure. I did get a Tibetan bowl through all of that, that he, that was claimed. It was, you know, the story was 
that this was a Tibetan bowl that they would hit in the morning to wake people up to begin the workday, to begin the community's daily efforts. And so it was, you know, sort of in, was presented as like a resonating artifact. And of course you say those two words together at that time in 1995 or 96, I'm like, a resonating artifact? Yeah. <laughs> I still have it. It's here with me in Spain. I love it. I'm super happy that I, that I was so stupid that I bought that. Well, you know, that, that brings in a whole other point, whether, um, whether, you know, whether you're, um, whether you're, you're stupid or whether you're just a character in a story and you've just been thrust into this story and almost like it, it's a going to be a roller coaster ride and um you know you have to you have to be willing to to go with the ups and downs so it's like uh, is it really something that we do or whether we just find ourselves in that situation and well, surely I gotta go for a roller coaster ride. <laughs>